Selective Dissonance is interested in helping you experience horror from a different perspective. Looking at horror through the societal lens of marginalized communities, we hope to give you original scares birthed from everyday experiences that may be sources of fear for individuals within those communities. The moments where one passing interaction with a neighbor or seemingly innocuous camping trip can change your life insurmountably. The stories you will hear are all fiction, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a version of this anxiety and trepidation plaguing someone's stream of consciousness at this very moment. Are you ready? Let's begin. Hey Yolanda, I swear to God this better go through. I've been trying to ring you all evening, but the reception here is shite. <laughs> You seriously should have come with us. We're having the best crack. These glamping pods are a lot smaller than I expected, but it's really cosy. It'd be a lot cosier with you here. Ashling, are you coming inside? We're about to get started. Great. I'll be in a minute. I'm just giving my girlfriend a quick call. Oh, my bad. I'll give you some privacy. Thanks, Drew. All right. I better go. Ollie brought cards against humanity. <laughs> Trust me, babe, you are missing out. I might actually have a chance at winning this time. Promise you'll come next time. We can go, just the two of us, if you want. And if your boss tries to make you work over the weekend again, I'll personally stick my toe so far up his hole he won't be able to speak. Oh, and Joanne says hi, by the way. I love you, Yolanda. Talk to you tomorrow. You have no new messages. Okay, it's 5.45 p.m. I just arrived at Sparrowview Glamp site, the last place Ashling was sighted. I was planning to get here earlier, but there was a problem with the car, and I'm not used to driving on these English country roads. I don't know how people have the nerve to drive so fast on them. <sighs> It'll be sunset soon. I'm not going to have time to properly scope out the area before dark. But, it seems like there's not much to look at either way. There are only four cabins. Actually, they're barely cabins. They're more like tiny wooden huts. I have no idea why they're called pods, but apparently it's the trendy thing right now. I can see why it was so cheap. I'd better check in. The owner seemed kind of edgy on the phone when I said I'd be late. I'll try to record from my pocket while I'm speaking to him. It's probably not necessary, but I don't want to miss anything. Welcome to Sparrowview. How can I help you? Hi, my name's Yolanda. We spoke on the phone. Ah, uh, yes, Loyanda Thompson. Are your friends waiting outside? I need you all to sign a waiver, just for security reasons. Actually, it's just me. I'm staying here on my own. Oh? Not often we get girls coming in here on their own. What neck of the woods are you from? <laughs> the States. <laughs> Never been. What brings you all the way out here? Oh, I actually live in London now with my... G friend. I heard about this place and I thought I could use a break from the city. Well, the city has a way of polluting the soul. People get too wrapped up in made-up problems. One night might not be enough for a full detox, <sighs> but at least it's a start. <laughs> Sign here. Here's a key. You're in pod three. Toilet's in that hut over there. 
One gents, one ladies. Though I can move you to pod four if you'd prefer to be closer to the toilet. Don't want you running across the site in the dead of night in your dressing gown. It's due to rain. No, thank you. I'd prefer to stay in pod three. <laughs> Funny you'd say that. What do you mean? We had four student types stay in that pod a couple of weeks ago. Police came sniffing around a few days later. Said they never went home. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I heard something about that. Did they find anything? Not a lick, and I told them as much. Did you see them at all? They checked in, and that was the last I saw of them. Stayed two nights and must have checked out early on the last day. Wouldn't they need to come here to check out? Nah, I open up at 9am sharp. Their key was already in the dropbox when I got here that morning. My cleaners said they didn't leave a thing behind. That's strange. <laughs> Only thing that's strange about it is they cleaned up after themselves. Didn't even leave so much as an empty tin of beer. What do you think happened to them? They clearly went on some kind of bender. 420-something-year-olds don't just go missing without a trace. Hmm. I noticed there's only one other car in the parking lot. Are you expecting any more guests tonight? Uh, that That's my car, but we've got one young lad staying in pod one. Quiet fellow. The other two pods are empty. Uh, why you ask? I was just expecting you to be booked up. <laughs> we usually are at this time of year. Business has taken a hit since those kids went missing. <laughs> I've already had a few cancellations. Having the cops around doesn't bode well for the hippie types. I guess I'll enjoy the peace and quiet then. Well, it seems you've got everything you need. If there's any issues, give us a call. Checkout is 11am sharp. If you're checking out early, just leave your key in the drop box outside. Thank you, I will. Good night. It's almost 6.30pm. I've just gotten settled in. There's no real point in unpacking since there's no closet space. This pot looks even smaller on the inside. It's basically a wooden box with two mattresses and a mini fridge. <laughs> I can't imagine how it would have felt with four people inside. <clears throat> anyway, I haven't learned anything new so far. The owner clearly doesn't know any more than I already did. The police only did a brief sweep of the area, but since Joanne's car is gone and it looked like Ashley and her friends checked out, they didn't do any forensic analysis. They're treating it as a runaway case, and adult runaways apparently aren't on their priority list. <sighs> this isn't like Ashley at all. She'd never run off without telling me. She wouldn't run off, period. She loves London. She loves me. She was so excited to start her new job next month. I know she wouldn't give that up for anything, and that's what worries me. I've tried calling her phone countless times, but it seems like it's switched off. From what I hear from our mutual friends, Joanne and Ollie's phones are inactive as well. I've only met Joanne a couple of times, but she seems sensible. She always makes sure Ashlyn gets home safe when they go clubbing. From what I hear, her boyfriend Ollie is kind of a party animal, but... A good guy. And Drew. Ugh. This pod really is small. I'm gonna head out. Go for a walk around the area and get a better feel for it. 
Maybe it'll give me an idea where Ashley might have gone. I could use the fresh air. It's officially 9pm and I haven't found a thing. Honestly, I don't know what I expected to find. I thought the cops just weren't being thorough enough. They just dismissed a missing persons case because young drunk college grads apparently don't count. But there really isn't much to see around here. There's a small forested area around the site, but it's too sparse to hide anything in. The rest is all hills and fields. It looks nice from a distance, but up close it's pretty bland. A typical English countryside. There's a lake on the other side of the road, definitely large enough to hide a car, but... I shouldn't be thinking about that. Anyway, if a car fell into the lake, someone would have noticed. When Ashley first told me about this place, I didn't expect to be spending a night here alone. Sipping wine, wondering where she is and if I'll ever see her again. <sighs> I should have come with her. At least then I know. Maybe if I was there, she'd be safe. Whatever happened might not have happened at all. It's almost 10.30pm. I, I, I thought I heard someone walking by my pod, but no, I don't see anyone. Huh. Light in that pod is on. The only did say someone else is staying tonight. Some guy, apparently. He must have been coming back in the bathroom. <laughs> I say bathroom, but it's basically a glorified porta potty. Hmm. I wonder what kind of person would come here all on their own. <laughs> well, I guess that's exactly what I'm doing. They must have their own reasons. Why did I come here? It doesn't feel like Ashling was here at all. I can imagine her sitting right there, laughing until she makes that cute snorting noise like she always does. She really wanted me to come. It was important to her to make me a part of her friend group. I'm just not used to that kind of thing. She's the first girl I've ever dated. I didn't even know I liked women until I met her. I shouldn't have lied to her. But I didn't know how to tell her the pods were way too small for me without sounding like a major diva. Pretending I had to work seemed like the best option at the time. Even right now I feel cramped. I don't know how I'll manage to get any sleep tonight. I'd open the door, but the rain is getting heavier and I can hear a lot of movement outside. It's probably just the wind. At least I know there's no bears in England, but I don't want some badger sneaking in here and crawling into bed with me. <laughs> Something about this just doesn't sit right with me. I keep listening to her last voicemail over and over, ever since the day she didn't come home. Hearing my ex-boyfriend on her message was definitely a shock. <laughs> Ashling probably didn't know who he was. She knew I had a boyfriend when I met her, but never crossed paths, at least not until they came here. It turns out Drew is friends with Ollie. I guess after I backed out, Drew was available to take my place. It's just a really weird coincidence. I 
I wonder if Drew realized that Ashley is my girlfriend. He didn't exactly take it well when I said I was bi or gay. I don't know. I wasn't sure at the time. The asshole told me to pick a side. Said I was confused. I haven't talked to him since the breakup, even though he kept texting me for a month after that. <sighs> Still, I hope he's okay. I hope they're all okay. I can't wrap my head around what could have happened to them. Did they get lost on the way back and fall into a ravine? Go off-road and lose their memories? Get abducted by a UFO or... Something worse? For all I know, whatever it was happened miles away from here, but I still don't know for sure. And I'm afraid I never will. Too weird. Someone was definitely here. I recorded it. That wasn't just the wind. Is that? Hey, that's my car. What set off the alarm? I, I don't see any. So you finally came. Drew, you're. What the hell? What are you doing? You, you just couldn't help. What are you doing here? Where are the others? I can show you. We should call the police. They've been looking for you. Stay there and I'll... What happened to your head? It's just a scratch. The others look a lot worse. Come with me. I'll show you. No, just stay where you are and... No, get away from me! happening. I can't. Oh, I don't even know where the hell I'm going. The sat-nav is... Shit! I didn't have time. I, I can't believe I did that. I, I can't believe the keys worked. Oh, oh no. He bleeds out. No. No. It was only his leg. It, it was self-defense. It's okay. It, I'll explain it to the police when I get... Huh? A new voicemail. It's Ashling! Aren't you a crafty little bitch? I didn't expect you to stab me in the leg with your fucking car keys. But that doesn't matter. 
There's nothing else you can do to hurt me. Not anymore. Were oh, you glad to see me? After all, you came all this way to find us, right? Or were you just concerned about your little lesbian experiment? I doubt you gave a second thought about what happened to Ollie and Joanne, and least of all me. All you care about is... Now, be a good girl and turn the car around. We both know you're not going far. You're nothing more than a babe in the woods. You don't know where you're going. You have no one else to turn to. I know you, yo. I knew you better than anyone else for two whole years. You need to know everything. You're dying to know every little detail of what happened on our trip. You just can't help yourself. You've always been a nosy, controlling bitch. You want to find out what happened to Ashling? Come back to the pods, and I'll show you exactly where she is. Then the two of you can be together forever. Just like you wanted. From all of us on the Dissonance team, we thank you for listening. Today's episode, The Lost and Found, was written by Sandra Walsh and featured Antoinette Barry Snowden as Yolanda, William Kitzker as Drew, Tash Futrin as Ashling, and Chris Ray as Stewart. Next month, we will be celebrating the spooky season with a collection of bite-sized stories that are sure to quench your appetite. If you are interested in supporting Selective Dissonance, please follow us and leave a review. You can also support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes by heading to our link tree and checking out our various support options. Our link tree can be found in our show notes and gives you access to our episode transcripts, social media, and casting call page. Our amazing intro and outro was composed by Morific. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. Selective dissonance can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. Can you hear us? Excellent. <laughs>